Hi, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. I am so excited today because I am here with Valerie Weber from Charleston. You might remember that we did a an interview with her last year um, when we did our Spotlight series, and today she is guest hosting with me. So welcome, Val. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's actually been like just over a year. I think that was last September. And yeah. So just about the same time. Yeah. Here. <laughs> so, and Val is our first guest host spot. So last time we did where both Alyssa and I were on all of the spotlight series. And then this time we are doing a little bit different where like Alyssa's recording with one person, then I'll record with one person. So um, we're really excited and we're going to be talking today a lot about um, Instagram marketing, how Val's business is doing, because um, we felt like a lot of us maybe need encouragement, inspiration in this community. It's been a tough year for many, but um, Val's doing really well. And so we wanted to bring her on to kind of get her knowledge and expertise and kind of for her to share what she's doing that's working. And maybe that can help you in your business, or you can take some inspiration, make some changes or implement some new things. So yeah. Um, so Val... In case we have new people that didn't get to listen to last year's episode, can you remind everybody um, what, uh, where you are in the real estate space and like your location, all of that? Yeah, so I am in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I've been here for 12 and a half years. I'm originally from Connecticut, but I love it here and I'm planning to never leave. And I've, I got my real estate license in 2015 and I started working for a builder. I was like an assistant, like a coordinator. And then I lived in Florida for two short years and I sold real estate there for one full year. And then I've been selling real estate full-time here in Charleston for six and a half years. And it's okay. been great. It's been cool because I've seen all different markets in my six and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a thrill and a ride. And it's actually, I think one of the things that keeps our job so exciting is that not only is not every single contract and client and situation is different, but we're like always managing, keeping up with a different market, which is fun. Right. Right. Yeah. It's always different. And yeah. there's, of course, challenges and benefits, I think that come with all of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and that's just, it's kind of, it's part of the industry, right? And there's so much that's out of our control. So I like that you have a good mindset about it and you're like, okay, well, it's good that I've seen so many different things. And I think yeah. that's important. Yeah, exactly. And I've always been in it for the long haul. Like this has always been a career choice for me it's never been like something I'm just gonna do for a little bit and see how it goes like I've always been all in and I'm yeah. like I'm in it I'm in it for the long haul so I'm just gonna be here for the ride wherever it takes me yeah it's always gonna be the ebbs and flows of different kinds of markets that's just a fact of life it's going to be like this it's just it's always gonna be changing and another 15 years I'm gonna see 10 other different markets right so, um yeah, it's, 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 and it's been, it has been interesting for the last, what, I guess since interest rates went up, which was what, yeah. last fall? Yeah, I mean, I think it started going up slightly, but still were reasonable, like at the beginning of summer last year, um, okay. but 
Yeah, okay. They were, so, I mean, they were so reasonable though. I yeah, feel like, I know compared well, to now, but we thought they were high back then, right? I know, I know, I know. That's the yeah. funny thing. So we had a listing in May of last year and it was really funny because things were still going crazy, but I could, I could see in our data that things were slowing down just slightly. And so I had prepped my sellers and I was like, look, I don't know how quickly this is turning. And I was like, but I just want to prep you. Like we may not get 10 offers on your house. Like, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't want to promise that. I said, obviously if it, the market is going to bring that, it's going to bring that. But we ended up getting like three or four offers. We went on a contract the first weekend, but like we have a really robust marketing plan. And I remember we went under contract after that first week and like four or five of the other houses in the neighborhood still were sitting on the market and it had been a couple of weeks mm. and all of the agents started calling me after that listing went under contract and they were freaking out yeah. and they were like, how did you get your listing under contract? And I was like, I don't know. We did an open house. We did marketing. We did video. We did phone calls to the neighbors. We did flyers. Like we, you know, we did all this stuff and. Yeah. And they were like, oh my gosh, do I need to do all that? And I'm like, I don't know. Are you not already? <laughs> I guess you do because your listing is still on the market. So yeah, probably. <laughs> but it was just so, it was, well, I felt, yeah. it wasn't funny. I felt bad because they were freaking out and they were like in a full blown panic. But I was like, okay. I was like, I don't know the situation of your sellers. I'm like, what you've done for marketing. And I was like, first of all, this is what we did. I also priced it competitively, but I'm like, you know, maybe look at, you know, look at your photos, like look mm -hmm. at, you know, hiring a photographer and a videographer, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like that's when, at least in our market, I really started seeing the panic erupt. I think it, that was like middle of May. Um, and, but interest rates were still so reasonable then, like compared yeah. to what they are right now, um, yeah. with where our home prices are right now, it's like, yeah. So, but it's the market and yep, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. And I keep saying, I feel like I have been, obviously I've worked for it a bit, but I've been very lucky because I hear that a lot and I have had a very good year. So to my argument is also like, well, yes, but I promise you people are still buying and selling yeah. homes. Yeah, I am working with them. So, you know, people are just still doing it. I mean, it will also depend on people's markets. Like folks are moving to Charleston. That's yeah. what that's how our market is. And I think it's yeah. the same Phoenix. People are moving here. People can work from home and they're moving here. So they could because they can and yeah. they don't want to be wherever they want to be anymore. And and depending on like I have folks coming from DC right now and the cost of the cost of living generally yeah. is but the home prices are better here so right. them, they're like well we can get more home for the money right you know? yeah so still, sure. I do have a, I have a lot of relocation clients um and yeah and I've, I've coincidentally had like a, a several cash clients this year and a lot of new builds yeah um, they're giving a lot of um incentives right now with interest rate buy downs and stuff so it's been a different kind of a year for me, obviously in a good way, but it's just, I think to encourage other agents that like the, it's the market's still moving, like things right. are still happening. Like it's not, it's not at a standstill where like nobody is doing anything. There is business to be done out there. Yeah. It's just yeah. different than it was before. And maybe totally. 
maybe depending on the market and the agent, there needs to be a pivot. Um, right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's probably inevitable. I mean, I think we saw that in our team, like a lot of the clients that we were working with just couldn't do anything in this market. And we're like, well, we're going to, this isn't going to work if we don't have, like, if we're not bringing in clients that can do something, we need to go, where are the clients? Like, where are our clients Mm -hmm. doing activity, you know, um, and having to look at what does that look like for your particular business? Yeah. Yeah. And there's going to be pivoting. Like we're all going to be pivoting along the way in our careers. We're not going to be doing the exact same thing all the time because yeah, we're not changes we change. Um, but yeah, I agree. Definitely. Like we have to find out who are, who, who are the people that are buying and selling right now? Yeah. Find them. Yeah. So you had, I think made a post in the, in our Facebook group, maybe I want to say a couple months ago about your year this year. And I think it was like, you are having one of your best years ever. Is that, um, am I remembering that right? Okay. Can you tell us more about that? And like what that looks like for your business and maybe go into how you think that is possible right now when so many agents, I mean, myself included are, are down or our businesses are, are not in that place. So help us and let us learn from you and like what you're doing right now and what you're seeing that's at least working for you. Um, yeah. in your business. So yes, this year, um, is going to be more than double. So, okay. You know how we count our years. Like I tend to count my years by the end of the year, what I have closed and pending technically okay. what we have closed, but I usually go by closed and pending. So I'm going to be way, way over by that, by the end of the year. But, um, So I think a lot of it is a compounding effect Okay, because I've been in the business for six, seven years. I have created a past client database that has referred me and everything. Um, But a big thing for me, like has truly been social media, Instagram far and away is where I get, actually I did the math before we sat down here. So this year of closed and pending 52% of my business is coming from Instagram. Wow. 21% is coming from referrals. Okay. And then 26% is like some other miscellaneous, like some miscellaneous, I couldn't quite, um, segment, but, uh, and right now I also put, so that's of pending and closed. And then my current like active buyer clients right now, 70% are from Instagram. Wow. Okay. So I like Instagram. I feel like Instagram has been such a good thing for me because it's free marketing and you, I'm, you can, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You can, I'm a resource for people. Right. Right. Resource for just Charleston. I'm a resource for the Charleston market. Um, I just try to be a valuable account that people right. want to follow, but not just for real estate. So like I did used to have a business account and a personal account and I just didn't want to maintain two accounts anymore. So I was like, I'm just going to combine them. Yeah. And um, so, so now I, I would say my account is probably like 60% personal, 40% business. So okay. I just, so I share 
And also a lot of folks are moving from Charleston and we're attractive place to visit and to move. So I just like right. to share a lot about Charleston and a lot yeah. of like just nuggets of information, reminders, things that people don't know or forget and just like digestible things. Like I think content, just putting more content out there has been a, um, probably one of the biggest things that I've done this year is, but without shoving it down people's throats also, because right. I, because my account, my account is, I make it a personal account that right. is, but I also sell real estate. I'm a regular old yeah. person. There's two kids yeah. that lives in Charleston that has a life. And I also, this is my, I'm also sharing my job. Right. Um, but I just, I try to make it valuable, digestible. Like I see some accounts, some people that are talking about like nitty gritty about contracts and like a lot of right. real estate jargon and stuff. And I'm like, people don't, understand that like it's no. just over their head I yeah. just try to make like very easy reminders like I think a lot of states have this we have like um a tax exemption kind of where you pay if you're a primary resident you pay lower taxes than somebody has a secondary right. so once a week for several weeks I was like hey reminder if you bought a house this year and you didn't apply for that go apply for it DM yeah. me the link yeah and then also after that, when, when it was already too late, if you already didn't do it, FYI, bills are coming out. You already are paying this in your escrow. Like, don't panic. You're going to get a bill in the mail. Don't freak out. You're already paying it. Most, most people are paying it in their escrow. Right. And I just like to give those like valuable reminders that like are just, just easy to digest and understand. Yeah. And um, I put a lot, I put, I do, I do reels. I do a lot in my stories. Um, and I just, I feel like I'm just literally me. Like I just try, I, I try very hard to like, not be <laughs> a real estate agent, Yeah, <laughs> like just yeah. an approachable person, you know? Yeah. And you share a lot of like very much your account to me comes off very much more like a lifestyle blogger almost, yeah. but of course you're talking about real estate here and there, but you're talking really, you're selling the lifestyle of living in Charleston yeah, and Mount yeah, Pleasant yeah. and like these other areas that you work. And I think it's, it's not that you can't tell that you're a real estate agent, but it, like you said, you're not like, that's not the only thing. And you're yeah. not like shoving it down people's throat, like, yeah. or getting so in depth into things that like maybe only current clients of a real estate agent would be right. asking right, right. because that's probably not where they're at if they're following you on Instagram. Like yeah, they might either want to follow you and eventually buy a home with you or sell or something, or they're thinking about moving there and you're kind of like painting the picture and the dream, right? Versus like being like, oh, okay, well, if you're already, let me share this contract and information with you because the buyer journey is if they're looking at needing to find contract information they might already have a real estate agent too and it's probably not you yeah 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 at that point yeah. because you're just right. getting in front of them right right like right. It's too and, late. right and truthfully nobody really needs to know anything about the contract until you're in the contract right so right. like I understand people want to show, you know, agents want to show that they know what they're talking about and they want to right. get help information. And I, I totally get that and understand that. I just try to make it just much more simple, you know, and relevant. And so that it makes sense for them now 
yeah and later they can go back to it and remember things that I said not like all this real estate jargon right right yeah but yeah I do try to make my account like lifestyle and the, the Charleston life and all the fun yeah. stuff comes with yeah. living here and also just the nuggets of right helpful information yeah, yeah. would you say that you've increased your content creation and like how much you're putting out there this year or do you think it's like kind of on track with how much content you've done previously no I'm definitely doing so I know Royals came out like a couple years ago but I was like so reluctant to get on board with them (laughs) yeah and I finally have just gotten on board with them so I I truthfully I don't have like a strict schedule of what I plan and what I plan and tend to put out I just definitely have been focusing on reels yeah um, doing more of that um and I actually hired a VA to learn. So, um, I have a blog as well and I don't, I really don't blog that much, but I also have a real estate tab on there. And like, I do just like to have stuff out there. I also do like Charleston travel guides. I have a little like guide shop on my blog too. So I just wanted more content on my blog too. So I'm having my VA turn my reels, like any of my Charleston related reels. Um, and, like real estate related reels, putting those into blog posts, which is okay. literally just the caption and like a snapshot from the photo, right? Um, from the reel, but it puts keywords out there. It just puts content yeah. out there so that's searchable, and who knows, maybe somebody could land on it for sure. Uh, and then he's also, and then the way Squarespace works, and I don't know if other um, platforms do this, but you can make a, an email from that blog. Okay. So he turns, once I, he shares the blog, I um, edit it, proofread it, put it out, make it, publish it is the word I'm looking for, publish it. Then he will turn that into an email. And then I also will still like go through it, approve it, and then send it out. And then also he's been doing um, Pinterest for me too, which you did for me as well. Wonderful. And I noticed that once you stopped and I truthfully don't know that much about Pinterest and that's why. Again, I like to hire people to do things for me. They don't know what to do. Yeah. So I noticed that once you had stopped, like whatever graph Pinterest showed me was way down. I was like, okay, yeah. I need yeah. something back in there. So yeah. doing something in there. I just don't have the time for it. So yeah. I, I don't know if he's as good of a pro as you are, but he's getting it out there for me. It's better than nothing. So yeah, he does the pins for me too. And that's for me to just get content out into the internet and into my email. Like I really, I work pretty hard on building my email list as well. And I try to two emails a week. Sometimes it's a little bit more if there's something like very relevant time lot, um, maybe whatever. Um, and the way I grow my email list is in my Instagram stories. Um, I will, you know, share a listing. Uh, sometimes I ask for an email address if they want me to share it to them. I also, so with my email list, every Monday morning I send out, I just go to our hot sheet and I, okay, take it. that was new. That's like from the last 48 hours. And I send an email out to all my real estate contacts and my real estate okay. saying like, Hey, this is the latest, newest listings. Okay. Um, I send that out. And then occasionally, maybe like once a month in my stories, I'll screenshot me scrolling through that email and be like, Hey, um, once a week I send 
the latest, newest, freshest listings to my right. email. I don't usually say email list. I say it like, I say it a little bit. Yeah. If you want to be included, drop your email below. Right. I get emails, uh, email, um, gather emails like that. I just do that maybe okay. like, again, I don't want to be doing it every week. I just want to put that out there like once a month. Um, and then, yeah, so I will share to my real estate list and to my general, like other lists that I have all real estate related stuff and Charleston related stuff. Cause I don't want my email list to just be getting real estate stuff. Right. Like, right. There was this house, this house that did like this beautiful, awesome, like Halloween show essentially with like skeletons and lights and music and like witches and like just such a whole production. So yes. I put that in an email yeah. being like, Hey, you know, if you love Halloween, if you've got kids or you love Halloween, go check this out. And yeah, it's different, like just different Charleston things. Or if I go check a new restaurant, I'll put a review out. And I just like right. to put other just relevant things out there. And then I do have For like sure. call to actions in those emails, like my call to action. Um, well, I guess it depends on what it is, but I do have this one that's this software that I got that's called Homebot. Are you familiar with? Oh yeah, we've talked yeah. about Homebot. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just explain for the people who don't know. It's so I am like co-sponsored with one of my lender partners. I pay $25 a month. And what it is, it's it's, it's you can attract home buyers and home sellers. I use it really mostly for sellers. Um, you can once a month they'll get a market update and it sends this really cool, like this is the value of your home. This is how the general, like your zip code is doing. This is how much equity you have in your home. This is the approximately the new, like the price of the home that you could buy if you were to sell that home and use your equity, or this is the price range. This is the approximate price of an investment property that you could buy. Right. And it just gives you these like really cool snapshots. That's just, it's just very, very cool. And, um, or if you want to take out a HELOC and do renovations, it's just this really cool, like concise snapshot that gives people these quick numbers to be like, oh, okay, wow. Like a, it's an estimation, of course, it's an right. estimation, right. Of it's estimation of what they could afford in the next home using the, their equity because it knows what their property address is and what their loan amount is. Yeah. It knows that. So it knows like approximately what your house is worth and what you owe. And that's, you know, your equity. Right. So, um, Anyway, so I do that. That goes out to people. I put all my past clients on that. Um, and then back to my email list, that is a call to action in my real estate. Okay. Email. Okay. Something like, you know, what's, uh, what could you do with the equity that you have in your home right now? Some kind of line like that. And there's a call okay. to action. Um, and even in my not real estate emails, I still like, it's still in my signature and then I attach four recent blogs in that email and I'll make sure that two of them are real estate related. Okay. So, um, yeah. So just content wise in that way is I, I like to do with my, um, my email list. I'm pretty big on trying to grow. Like I have a client right now, granted she found me on Instagram first right? Is in my email list and now she's a new client. Right. So I don't know where along the line she yeah. like decided she wanted to hire me. Um, but I just like to, it's just a different way to like be touching. Um, yeah. Cause emails, even if they delete their Instagram, they're still hearing from me. Nobody's deleting yeah. their, <laughs> really. Right. Yeah. And most of the time people 
most of the time people are not unsubscribing. I mean, sometimes they do and that's fine. Yeah. Because oh yeah, totally. Not for you. Yeah. But a yeah, lot yeah. of times, even if people are not like, they're not interested at the time. Like I know I do this. Like I have a whole list of people that I receive emails from all the time, like real estate solicitations and companies. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, oh, I need to like keep deleting that email from so-and-so, but like, I know their name now because they email me all the time and I never freaking subscribe or unsubscribe myself, you know, it's like, like, well, obviously like, you know, I'm probably still not going to use them, but who knows? I do know their name. I know of them and I'm not interested right now, but if you do that with however many people on your email list and they continue to see your name and especially like, you know, with these people, most of the time they're just emailing me the same thing, like, oh, buy this, $10,000 $10,000 program or whatever it might be right, right, but right, I'm right. like for to, to do like for sale by owners and I'm like dude I'm not gonna do this $10,000 for sale by owner program but like if you're emailing them cool local stuff in your area and you're like they're like hey they know all about these cool restaurants that are opening or they sent me this cool tip about how to save money on my taxes like you mm-hmm. know things that are relevant to like what people yeah. care about Yes, that's the stuff that you know can convert you're like nurturing them and then over time when they're ready like this person on your Instagram she probably you like nurtured her with your with your content probably both on Instagram and your email list until she converted to an actual client and that's the whole like buyer journey when you use content marketing yeah discover you on whatever platform usually that's either like an Instagram or like a Pinterest or a Google right and then they, they stay, you know, in your, they follow you, you nurture them, you're staying in front of them. You might not even know. And then they end up on yeah, your email yeah. list. And then one day they convert and it's like, you just have to stay in front of them. And I think the way that you do it is really good because I follow your content because, you know, I would love to move to Charleston someday, but also it's just very beautiful. And I always, I'm like, oh, that's a cute, like you like go and show like the restaurants that you do for mm-hmm. date night and then like stuff with your kids. Like, yeah. I think you shared, like you went to like a kid friendly, like barbecue place or something. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, yeah. and then yes, the real estate stuff is there, but even there's the subtle approach because I know on your stories, you'll be like, oh, here's like, you're like taking a walk and like, here's like the exterior of a really mm-hmm. beautiful home like or you'll have people vote like which one like was the first one or the second one like your favorite and it's like that's kind of the subtle stuff too Mm -hmm. that just takes them on that journey and really you know the lifestyle stuff is what people mostly care about unless you're working with investors I mean yeah investors are probably going to care more about like the numbers and the figures and right, right, right. For the most part. I mean, I worked with an investor this year that was very much not like that. And it was really like hard for me to digest, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, aren't you supposed to like only care about the numbers and not care about everything else? Like a Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like once in a while, I don't mind the client who's like, let me just give you the facts instead of the like warm and fuzzies. Right. And then yes, we're like, (laughs) yeah, you like expect that an investor is going to be just very much like, okay, let's just make a business decision. No emotions. Nobody's playing therapist here. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. And then that was maybe a little bit more work than you, (laughs) or I don't know, a little bit more mental load. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. he he was for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he sold, but like he came back to me 
the next month and was like talking about buying another property and I was like no 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 like please don't like not here right right yeah like I always think that there's definitely going to be people out there who want like the shark realtor who's like you know just like the shark I'm like that's totally fine I'm not I'm not going to be like I'm good at my job I'm good at my job but I'm just I'm also I just I'm just a real person I'm just a real regular person that's good at my job living my life and yeah like I do I do try to stay top of mind and I also another thing um that I have taken with me from when I just started when I was selling in Florida this she was actually a new agent she had only been in the business like maybe five or six months um, longer than me, but she was a little bit older than me. So she was like sort of kind of a mentor in a way. Anyway, she recommended these books. It's called Selling with Soul. She has a couple other ones, but the first one's called Selling with Soul. And her thing is that she never wants to sell to anybody. She wants to attract. Yeah. So it's like, I'm never selling to anybody. I want to just attract business by being somebody that people know, like trust Yeah. that they know that like, they know that I'm good at my job and that I love my job and that I know what I'm doing and you know, yeah, that. So I just thought that was such an interesting concept because some people, plenty of agents are not like that. And that's obviously totally fine, but I yeah. love her take on that. It's like, yeah. She doesn't, she also never asks for referrals. She never, okay. she was like, doesn't put the like referral as the biggest compliment in her thing. And I'm like, yeah. And, and then some people, and then so many, the, there's also the, the, what is it? Camp of thought, what's the word? The, whatever people <laughs> yeah. like you never, you, you'll never know if you get the business if you don't ask. And I right. totally understand that too, yeah. but that's just, instead of, asking for business I guess I just want to inspire and attract yeah so that's kind of I think how I do everything okay Um, and um you know I also like brag a little bit on my Instagram and say thank you to my community because truly so much of my business comes from there and right we just I think I feel like I've just done a little bit more of that I think I've just done a little bit more of everything that I've always done yeah Um, and just, yeah. And content and just getting things out there and yeah. yeah, just putting, I remember I have a life coach and I was talking to her about it. And that was just one of my biggest things was more content because I do get action like on my reels. Yeah. And, um, so just doing, just doing more of that because truthfully reels are what get the attention these days. Like posts yeah. don't, I don't get any, barely anything on any of my posts. Right. Oh, so, um, yeah, that's just been, I mean, I've also, yeah. I'm just thinking about all the things that I did differently this year. Um, I'm like not a networker. I don't okay. like working. I don't like going to networking meetings. I don't like yeah. to like go into a room with people I don't know and like stand around and like look for somebody to talk. I can't, I can't do yeah. it. I don't like it, but I have started. I was like, one of my goals was like, just to get out there more. I think that's literally like what my saying was just okay. get out there more. And like, what is the way that is good for me to get out there more meet more people, connect with more people in any way. So there's this like membership that I'm a part of. It's called woman up. Um, anybody can join it actually all over the country. It's a very cool, um, it's, it's for women, business entrepreneur, women, and 
so she she's local so she does a coffee meetup and a cocktail meetup happy hour meetup every so I go to those and I just honestly for me it's not even really to get business it's just to meet other entrepreneur women and just be in the room with other people who are doing entrepreneurial things yeah I love that and I've been doing that for a little over a year and then but at the same time I was like okay this is great but like I think I was like one of two moms like nobody else there really was moms they're all like a bit younger than me and yeah like and also I'm in this season of life where I have a daughter who's like I can't believe I'm saying this almost two and then like three and a half so like we don't really I don't get out that much outside of nine to five and we don't really do that much on the weekend. It's hard. We got to get babysitters. Like, it's just hard to like, it's hard to make mom friends. Yeah. So I started, um, uh, I call it, well, actually one of the girls named it. It's called Working Moms. So I have like okay. a group called Working Moms. And I started it last set, set August. And I do two coffee meetups and one cocktail meetup. But the cocktail meetup is at 7.30 at night so that I can okay. put my to bed and go. <laughs> and I was like, I like, I want, just want to meet more women, and specifically for working moms, like yeah. women who are working, where they're not necessarily entrepreneurs, but they're working and in the same phase of life. And I just like literally just wanted to connect with other moms. It's not meant to be a networking thing. It's, I don't even really talk about my job. We don't like. It's not like that at all. But it's just like getting me out there, like right. just with people, because right. And just making like connections with people and meeting more people because I'm just not a networker. I'm not like, I just will never do those things. I don't, yeah. but I was like, how yeah. can I just connect with more people? And that was just one of my goals this year. And I feel like I've done it pretty yeah. well in the way that's enjoyable for me. Like that's right. I feel like something about real estate is there's so many different ways to skin the real estate cat and do it. And yeah. like, find what you like. Like, what do you like to do? And some people like to go to like to networking stuff. Some people like to make calls. Some people like to door knock and some people like to call for sale by owners and like whatever it may be. And I just decided, I just want to like connect with more people and meet people and like get out there in a way that I enjoy. And that's not even really like, I don't know. It's not really for business, but (laughs) just it's, also, just like you never know what can come right. from a relationship, you yeah, know what I yeah. mean? And relationships, it seems like is like really the heart of your business. And like, okay. you know, some people like I don't do well either in like networking events. I also don't do well cold calling. Like, yeah, and it's yeah. like for me, it's like it's not going to be enjoyable if I'm feeling like, okay, I'm having to like, call this random person or like meet this random person that I don't know or have like no idea who they are or where the heck they came from you know and some people are fine with it and that's you just have to figure out what do you want to do and then just make it work for you but you just I mean you never know you never know what can come from where and what one relationship whether that's a it ends up being something for business or not like but what if it's just like your biggest fan who is like your new best friend that you meet from one of those? No, like these things. girls are like my friends now. Like the girls yeah. who come to um, whenever they can. It's it's really like it's not like a set group of ladies. It's it, yeah. there's a in this like Instagram chat and like whoever can come can come. But there's been a, a several that come to almost all of them and like they're literally my friends now. I'm like these yeah. are my, 
friends because, and I say that that was a goal. It was really like a personal goal. Yeah. But also like just a way to meet more people, you yeah. know, which can turn into business if it yeah. may or may not. But, um, but yeah, yeah like yeah. it's funny. Cause I actually don't really, I don't, I'm not an extrovert. <laughs> and okay. I was to girls about it a couple of weeks or maybe like a month or two ago, I was like, I'm really not an extrovert. I don't actually really consider myself a social person, but I've just been coming, maybe just being a mom of young kids where I'm not, it's hard to make new friends. It's hard to get out. Yeah. But I'm like, I just want more connection. And I have been finding that I do actually love like connection and connecting people. And like, I actually have, um, um, three, two past clients, my current client who's from South Africa, which is oh. just, I don't have a lot of folks from South Africa in Charleston, but okay. I'm on my third client from South Africa. So, um, I was just with him last weekend and he was like, today's a big day. We're in like the rugby finals or whatever. I was like, Oh, that's so cool. So I told him, I had found out where one client was in South Africa. And then I asked the other one, I was like, oh, I'm going to ask my other client where she's from. I'm very curious. I'll let you know. Obviously it's a very large country, but yeah. And I was texting her. She told me where she's like, by the way, we are having a big, there's a bunch of us South Africans here having a big party for the, for the rugby match. If you want to invite him. So I did just think it, and he went and they That's were like, awesome. I was like, oh my God, that like warmed my heart. Yeah. This guy who has been here in a different city for two years now has never met another person from his country and then okay. now met all these other people and oh like, it just made me so happy that I just helped them help him meet more people that's so sweet that's, oh my yeah. gosh I love that I mean that's our business story people it's just like such a people business you know like yeah. it really it is a personal for most people it is very very personal you yeah. know yeah like it's 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 an emotional thing it's a personal thing and I just you know anyway. yeah for sure I love that okay I want to clarify I think I already know the answer but I want to make sure that everybody listening to this also does do you buy leads no no okay <laughs> no so um, actually, when I first moved back here, when I was starting real estate full-time in Charleston, I joined a team and he he had been in the business maybe two years by then. So he was, you know, he wasn't newer, but he had just started his team and he had never done leads before. He said he called different agents all over the country asking what the best one. So he did. And we tested it out for like six months. And I am just not, see, that's where like you have to get on the phone and call them. And like, I can email somebody and text them all day. Yeah. But- <laughs> up and call I'm not gonna call somebody who like you know it's like it's not a cold lead I guess it's kind of a warm lead but like yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just not good at it some people are very good at it like you do yeah. have to work with them for a long time like usually those internet leads they say are like a six to twelve month thing and like yeah. you know it's hard to me it's hard because like you have to like build a connection from nothing almost yeah um so yeah no I okay. do not and honestly, okay. the only I don't really spend that much money on marketing at all. Okay. I do um I do send postcards after I when I list something and when I sell it. Okay. And I put my home bot QR code on there. Um occasionally I'll boost a reel or a post on Instagram. Okay. I do I started scheduling food trucks in my neighborhood. Okay. 
over a year ago last summer and I'll send postcards for those. Okay. And then my biggest thing is I've been like trying to figure out what I want to do for like my year end thing. Like I did a client appreciation party in 2019, right before COVID. And then I couldn't do it for three years. Right. I've dabbled and dabbled in like different things. And so three years I started offering mini like fall minis, you know, like those 15 minute photo mm-hmm. shoots from yeah. um, a photographer who has, excuse me, done um my wedding and like a bunch of my, um, family photos and like branding photos. So they did all the photos for those clients that year. And I was yeah. like, actually, how cool would it be if I did this for all my clients every year? Yeah. Yeah. Expensive. Yeah. I think he gives me a little bit of a discount, but um, a little bit, but I did that last year for all my clients and okay. then all of them this year. So obviously they don't all sign up. Right. But right. All of them because I'm like, okay, what is like, what is something they're going to really enjoy? Like, what is something they're really going to like that they're going to remember and they can remember me by, and that's like meaningful and like special and like not cliche realtor, you know? Like my goal is always to be just like not the cliche realtor. Yeah. So anyway, people, they've been loving it and I'll probably continue to do it until it gets way too expensive. But I mean, that's all the marketing money I spend all year. Okay. His postcards, the occasional boosted ad. Yeah. And that. Okay. That's awesome. Worth it because that's pretty much all I do. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So before we get into your coaching and what you're going to be doing, your new project or new endeavor, um, is there anything else that you want to share about this year, you know, in your business and like what that's looked like or any encouragement before we get into that? Um, I think if, I feel like a lot of people can get into the real estate business being like, I'm going to give it a try. You know, yeah. like I think you have to decide, are you in this for the long haul? Are you, yeah. or are you not? Because I think this is also the time, the kind of market that people, that the part-timers are just going to start to leave. So yeah. I think it's just like, if you're in this for the long haul, just keep going because it's not going to be like this, obviously forever. It's going to ebb and flow. Like we yeah. already said, ebb and flow. So if, if you love what this business gives you, like lifestyle wise, everything, just stick it out because yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's, we're going to be back into a quote, normal market again at some point. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about your, your coaching that you're going to be doing. Um, can you tell us about that and your, yes. So as you, can probably, as you can probably tell, I went off on like 15 tangents there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I do love my job. I love the way I have built my business and grow yeah. my business. Like I have grown my business every single year. This year is more than double. And I really just, as you can probably tell, I feel passionate about it. I feel passionate about running my business and growing my business, like not the cliche traditional way. Yeah. When I started, I was given that red millionaire agent book, whatever that was called. And I get the premise of it. I get it. And some people 
can do really well with that. But I was just like, Ooh, I don't, I don't like this. This doesn't feel good to me. This feels kind of icky and gross to me. I don't want to be this person. Like, I feel like it's almost like, I don't want to be the used car salesman. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not honest. I have told, I have told clients like, don't buy, I would not buy this house. Like I am, I want to change our industry in that way and just be different and just be like regular people that are good at their jobs and want to work hard for their clients. So I'm just very passionate about the way I have done things and I love the way I do things and I want to help other people do it um, like me. And we can also, you know, talk about other doing things slightly different but with the same premise and tweaking things depending on what their, um, you know, what their struggles are right now. But yeah, starting January 8th is the week of January 8th. I'm running a four month mentorship program. We'll do one call, one, one hour call a week for four weeks. And then we have unlimited, um, texts, um, okay. and, and voice messages during that time. And just to help people kickstart their 2024, um, yeah. time to, like set goals and set big, scary goals and exciting goals. And just to help people get kickstarted. It's, it's, it could be anybody in the business. It could be somebody who's brand new, just starting somebody who's, you know, a year or two in, or maybe somebody who just wants to change the way they do things or just need some fresh ideas. Yeah. Um, be good for pretty much any agent and any season of their business, but I'm, I'm really excited to do that. I'm, I love, I've learned that I love connecting with people and helping people and teaching. I didn't think I never knew that, but yeah, life goes on and I'm yeah. to those are the things that I'm passionate about. And I would just love to help other agents do that. So awesome. Yeah. That's so exciting. And I'm sure that there's going to be ladies on here that resonate with the way that you've built your business and are building it. And, you know, whoever um, is interested can reach out to Val. Now, do you have information like links or anything they can go to that we can share? Or should we just have them like reach out to your email or something? Yes, reach out to my email. By the time this comes okay. out, I'm hoping I'm going to have the link launched. But okay. they can reach out to me. Um, if God forbid it's not, they can reach out to me on Instagram. It's at the Charleston home. Okay. Is the Charleston home at Gmail. And I'm sure you'll put that in the notes. Okay. Yeah. I'll put that in the notes. And then if it goes active before you have that link, just send it to me. And when it's live, I can add it to the show notes after. That's not a problem. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, ladies... Um, Val is so incredible. We love having her as a part of our community. So we hope that you took some good nuggets away from this. If anything, just encouragement for you in your business this year. And during this time that, you know, um, you get whatever part of this or all of it that you needed. So, um, you can join us in the Facebook group, um, the modern real estate mama on Facebook. If you want more conversation and community, um, to meet other moms and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're so excited to have partnered with market dwellings for your modern marketing needs. They have everything from door hangers, stickers, to bottle tags, keychains, yard signs, and greeting cards. If you want to work smarter, not harder, work by referral, and just send out really cute uh, touch points, Market Dwellings is for you. Make sure to use the code MODERNMAMA at checkout for 10% off.